Coming up on this week's show, we're coming to you from Albuquerque with the GRL 2019 wrap-up. This is the Big Gay Fiction Podcast, the show for avid readers and passionate fans of gay romance fiction. Each week, we bring you exclusive author interviews, book recommendations, and explore the latest in gay pop culture. Welcome to episode 211 of the Big Gay Fiction Podcast. I'm Jeff from jeffadamswrites.com. And with me, as always, is my co-host and husband, Will Knaus. Hello, everybody. This episode of the podcast is brought to you in part by our remarkable community on Patreon. A big thanks to Ellen for joining us and to Maureen for increasing her patronage to the transcript producer level. We'll have more information on how you can join them at the end of the show, along with a sneak peek of what we have coming up for you next week. Well, as I said at the beginning, we are coming to you from Albuquerque, New Mexico, the location of the 2019 Gay Romblet Retreat. Um, This was the ninth year of the retreat and our eighth time visiting GRL. And I was thinking about this just before we started recording. This is our fourth year doing a wrap-up episode on location. Uh, Let's see, last year was Virginia. The year before that was Denver. Then there was... The very first one was San Diego. San Diego, we did our very first interviews with uh, Wade Kelly and Adam Yang. Mm -hmm. We actually didn't do the wrap-up on site, but we did it as soon as we got home because it was part of our very first set of episodes that we dropped because next week is our... No, we're two weeks out from our anniversary episode uh, simply because of how the the months fall. (laughs) November is not as close to GRL time as it was um, back then. So yeah, we're, we're all coming up on birthdays here and anniversaries and stuff. Indeed. It has been an awesome GRL and we're going to get into that uh, as we go through this, this episode. We had the opportunity to meet up with new to the scene podcaster Slade James and uh, it's his first GRL as well. And we took a few minutes to talk to him about uh, his experience over the weekend and to find out a little bit more about his new show. So while we were at GRL, we got to meet up with Slade James, who has just begun the new podcast, the Gay Romance.show MM Author Podcast. Slade, it's also your first GRL. So thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit. What have you thought of all this? Well, it's socially overwhelming in the best kind of way. I I was just joking with you that I probably won't need to like party for six months. I think my overwhelming takeaway is just the profound sense of what a true community this is, the collaborative energy, the way people are promoting one another, um, the fact that they're creating work for their friends. Uh, There's this just spirit of uh, creative collaboration that's really impressive. What's been your favorite or favorite parts of the weekend so far? One of my highlights would have to be hanging out in Lucy Lennox's suite with her cabal of um, author friends, um, listening to them fight over cover models and who gets to buy which one uh, for which cover. That was definitely a highlight. Getting to uh, be a roadie for Nev Wilder, who's one of my personal favorite new authors, just having the opportunity to really experience these people as friends that have been sort of heroes of mine. I mean, I'm hanging out with Nev having lunch and I'm looking at her every once in a while and thinking, I highlight you, like I highlight (laughs) you, you know what I mean? So uh, that in itself is just a a really big thrill. Um, And a more specific intention was to 
really actually meet the people that I've interviewed for my show in real life because you, as you know you talk to people all over the world and you never actually get to see them IRL so that's really exciting of course your show's been out about a month how's the reception been to the show thus far it's been really cool. I'm surprised by how many people had already heard it. It was intentional for me to try to get a handful of episodes out before I came here so that there would be hopefully a little bit of buzz about it. Uh, Lucy Lennox has been really great in promoting the show. All of the authors that I've interviewed have gone out of their way to tell people about it, to introduce me to their friends that I might want to interview. Um, just being able to uh, see someone and shake hands with them when you've talked to them online and pitch them about being on the show, it's like the pennies are all dropping. I kind of feel like I can literally go and work for six months just interviewing all the people that I've met here. And for those who haven't heard your show yet, give us a little bit of what it's about and how you came to start it. So I'm a creative process nerd. Like if you take me to an art gallery opening and I'm really impressed with the work, my first inclination is to want to see the sketchbook and want to see the studio where it was created. So as an author myself, I kind of feel like we always look at everybody's finished masterpieces and compare them to whatever we're working on and feel like everyone has some kind of magic formula or you know secret superpower that we don't have. and. I find it affirming to demystify my own process by hearing other people talk about theirs and to realize that everybody is winging it to a certain degree. Like nobody is the evil genius that you might think they are, you know, masterminding everything in advance. And, you know, it's, it's all a, um, a bunch of artists, you know, figuring out how to do it and sharing with each other their own process. So. I guess my greatest intention probably is similar to yours in some way, which is I want to know what it is that these people are doing to produce these books that I love so that I can apply that to my own craft as well. And, you know, it's, it's a really easy way to get to learn from some of the best is to create a platform where it spotlights other people, you know. Um, it hopefully will help promote their work and their brand and... Uh, their personalities and I get to uh, you know talk to them all <laughs> what was your gateway into MM romance my very first experiences with MM romance I met a woman named Carrie Adrienne at a writers conference and she writes a lot of MF romance as uh, paranormal romance and had written an MM novel that she gave me to beta read and at the time I had never heard of this phenomenon of women who write about gay male relationships for a predominantly female audience. And I was like, what? You know, like, uh, so she was the first person that really clued me in that this genre even existed. Um, so I started out actually beta reading for other authors, and that was what sort of introduced me to the genre. And I started to look into it a little bit more and started to read it for pleasure. So can you tease us any folks who are coming up on your show in the coming weeks? One of my next interviews is actually with Leslie Copeland, who is a professional beta reader. Um, I'm really excited to talk to people who have 
adjacent careers and roles in helping to create all these worlds. Um, Kurt Graves, uh, who is a uh, narrator, audiobook narrator, is somebody that I've talked to about being on the show. I also have May Archer in the queue. Um, uh, getting ready to talk to her and she's one of those people who I've been texting with but now that I met her in real person you know in person in real life um, it's sort of a done deal so you can look forward to hearing from her fantastic now tell everybody where they can find your show and when your episodes drop you can go to gayromance.show the name is the URL Um, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher all the obvious places or you can go to sladejames.com fantastic Slade, thanks so much for hanging out with us for a few minutes. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you again to Slade James for taking a few minutes out of his busy GRL schedule to talk to us. And if you haven't checked out GayRomance.show yet, please do. I actually got all caught up and listened to the last couple of interviews of his show uh, on the plane right here. Uh, I enjoyed them thoroughly, and I highly recommend it. Yeah, and as you heard in that interview, he's got some good stuff coming up in the lineup as well. Oh, yeah. That, uh, we're certainly looking forward to. Definitely, most definitely. So part of our weekend here was to work with Charlie David. We mentioned in last week's episode that he is here at GRL working on a documentary. A documentary. <laughs> also known as a documentary. <laughs> Uh, And we had the great pleasure to work with him on several events. We had our live interview with him from Wednesday evening that we'll link to in the show notes if you missed it either on Facebook or in the uh, podcast feed. But we also invited him along to some of our interviews that we've done here on site for episodes yet to come. And I have to say, nothing is quite as freaky as having your podcast interview recorded by three high def cameras and two lights that light the room up like the sun is in the is in the room but we're certainly happy to have the opportunity to have some of the stories that we were gathering potentially be a part of his documentary and it was certainly awesome to meet and work with Charlie and his crew and speaking of those interviews that we've got coming up, uh, we have a uh, romantic suspense roundtable that we recorded featuring L.A. Witt, Gregory Ash, and Layla Rain. That'll be coming out in December. We've got also in December a wonderful interview with B.A. Tortuga and Julia Talbot that will be, I think, a really special interview. They are two of the OG, as they are being referred to here at GRL in the gay romance world and they had a wonderful story to tell and those who don't know kind of their origin and what they write i think it'll it'll be a good interview for everyone to hear most definitely yeah and you also hosted the first of the roundtables that'll get put out there in november with uh, a group of impreg authors yeah (laughs) it was really special and i'm so very glad that we had the opportunity to do that as Jeff mentioned, the Impreg episode is going to be coming up in November, and I had a wonderful time talking to four amazing authors. And let's let's see if I can remember them all, uh, guys. It's, it's it's Sunday on the weekend of GRL, so I'm a little fuzzy. Yeah, we're uh, both a little brain dead right now. <laughs> so the four authors that we talked to, let's see, there were Victoria Sue, Susie Hawk, Nora Phoenix, and Sylvia Violet. Um, all four of them tremendously popular and amazing authors, and I'm so glad that we had a chance to sit down and talk to them about um, this wildly popular subgenre, and we hope that everyone will enjoy that. This was also in an interview that 
Charlie David and his crew filmed some essentially B-roll footage for his documentary. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I was freaked out. (laughs) It's super intimidating and a little bit weird to have like a room that's all fancy and set up with the cameras and the stuff. And uh, But I think overall, once I got over my nerves, um, I think the interview went swimmingly and I think everyone will really enjoy it. Yeah, I had the same reaction in the first interview that I did where the full camera setup was. It was like, oh my God, what is all this stuff? I'm yeah. used to just sitting behind a microphone. It's, it's an experience, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, as, as we said, we look forward to seeing Charlie's documentary when it uh, comes out uh, sometime, hopefully in the spring of 2020. Uh, it should be very interesting. Uh, what else did we get up to this week? I feel like we were buzzing around a lot, but it was also a little more low-key than usual because we actually got to do what we said we wanted to do last year, which was have more conversations along the way. Well, on Wednesday, we kind of hit the ground running. Um, We flew into Albuquerque and got right down to work. (laughs) We talked to Charlie David uh, first thing. We did a live interview with him uh, that is on our... What channel is that on now? It's on our Facebook page, but it's also in the regular podcast feed. Uh, Okay. Uh, We also picked his brain briefly. Charlie's not only a very talented actor and director and writer and producer, uh, he's also a narrator. And I picked his brain briefly about uh, his experience uh, narrating Impreg. And uh, that part of his interview will be part of the Impreg episode coming up in a couple of weeks. Hmm. Uh, Then we spoke to Lucy Lennox. And the episode of Big Gay Author Podcast has already gone out live. It was wonderful, as always. It's a wonderful when you have the chance to sit down uh, with Lucy and talk about books and writing and process and marketing. She's not only very talented as a writer, but uh, she's a very smart and savvy business person. Mm-hmm. And we kind of got a little bit of her view on what it's like to put on a business hat when you're trying to create an author business. So, Yeah, it was so awesome to sit down with her and get a deep dive on some of what she's been doing on that business side. And if you want to catch that episode of Big Gay Author Podcast, it is, of course, on biggayauthorpodcast.com, and you'll be looking for episode 16 of that. And, of course, it'll be in the show notes, too. Also, as part of the Wednesday pre treat events. We took part in the industry professional fair, and that's where some of the indie pros that are attending the event have a chance to kind of put themselves out in front of the authors that are here this weekend and let them know about what they're doing and the sort of services they provide. Uh, We had a table there letting people know everything, you know, we do and talk about. It was a it was very well attended this year. Last year was the first time they'd done that and the attendance was a little wobbly. But this year, that room was packed, and it was us, and Joyfully Jay was there uh, from the blogger side, and all the narrators who were here this weekend were also uh, had tables and were talking, as were uh, the good folks from Les Court uh, Editorial Services were also there. And we had a wonderful meeting of all of the podcasters. Uh, Slade James was in there, as were Marky and Jess from top to bottom, and you could check it on our Facebook page. As I as I termed it, gay romance podcasters unite. <laughs> uh, so it was it was great to put all, all of us in the same place at the same time. Yeah. And then that day wrapped up with the featured narrator panel. So it was a great opportunity for everybody to 
get in there. And again, this year, this was a wildly packed event. I think this was the third year they've done that. And to hear these guys do their craft live and in person is so incredible as they weave in and out of the voices and, you know, bring the magic that they do in the booth to uh, a live audience and hear them read from some of your favorite works. I in particular liked hearing uh, Kurt Graves read from J. Bell's Straight Boy. Uh, it was really cool to catch that after having uh, taken that audiobook in mm-hmm. in my ears earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So let's move on to Thursday, which was the first full day of programming for the GRL event in Albuquerque. And we started our day off uh, quickly with a lounge session. And for those of you who haven't attended GRL before, a lounge session is really just an opportunity to chat and maybe hang out with some of the authors and indie pros. They have tables set up outside, usually in the hallway of the event space. And it's just a, a pretty uh, relaxed and casual way to meet and discuss uh, the things we're all here for. We're going to be talking a lot about books. So we got to meet a lot of really amazing listeners during that lounge session. Uh, we had several sessions throughout the entire weekend. Uh, and we got to give away some swag and talk about books and uh, encourage people to listen to all of the authors that we have on this show. Mm-hmm. I really like the lounge sessions, uh, both from you know our point of view to get to talk to our listeners and to potential listeners and to talk about the books that we all love. But even, you know, as a as an event attendee and when I'm here as an author, these lounge events are such a, a wonderfully casual way to get to take a moment and perhaps have an extended discussion with somebody because it's not the the fervor of the signing events where everybody's just trying to get the book signed, you know, right away. The other thing that really gets the event rolling is the author signing, which is the first of two author signings across the weekend. Uh, this one, I think about 75 authors were in this particular one, and they were covered up for a couple hours with people going through uh, meeting authors that might be new to them or catching up with an old favorite and people getting all kinds of books signed. I could say with no no doubt that I think we came away with more books out of this event than potentially any other one as we've picked stuff up from authors like, I want one of those and one of those and one of those and one of those. And... We have it packed yet, and I'm not really clear how all this stuff's going in the luggage. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It's uh, that's the trick with this event: finding a way to bring everything uh, back back home so you can enjoy them, enjoy your reading time. So on Thursday, you started your stint as a Q and A moderator. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. The last couple of years, I've been asked to moderate some Q and A author panels, and As I said, as I began each of those sessions, I think it's a wonderful opportunity for readers to get the chance to do what I get to do every single week, talking about books and talking to all of these amazing authors. So I think the Q&A sessions are particularly special, um, and I enjoy doing them every single year. And I'll take a moment to kind of, you know, sing your praises. I heard routinely over the weekend how good you are at moderating those sessions and keeping things moving and keeping questions going and, you know, keeping things on track. Yeah, I try my best. (laughs) I don't. Well, the thing is, I don't want people to be bored. That's my like number one thing, because I think we've all been to conferences or events 
where you go to a talk and uh, it doesn't exactly end up being the most stimulating thing ever. That is very true. Uh, so yeah, I want to make sure that uh, anyone who comes to one of my sessions stays engaged and has a whole lot of fun. One of the best things that I went to, and I actually think it was across the entire event, was a reading session that was done on Thursday afternoon. And officially, it featured Jody Payne uh, Kiernan Kelly and Julia Talbot and B.A. Tortuga was kind of the gatecrasher of the event. And the story that they told was they, they kind of got stuck with this reading event because none of them were around it in front of a computer when they were supposed to be signing up to participate either a Q&A or some other kind of session. And none of these authors like to read from their work. And to avoid doing that, they created an entire new work out of it between the four of them. And they created the ABCs of Gay Romance, which is a delightful picture book. And it goes from A to Z. And Kiernan, I had no idea Kiernan had all this talent <laughs> going on. But she illustrated this book with some really cute pictures. Now, this is not a picture book you would give to your child. And in fact, it is categorized on Amazon as adult material. But to give you an example, A is for asshole. And it goes from there. And F, as you would hope, is for fuck. I was absolutely delighted. Uh, Jody and Julia went around the audience holding up the book like it was story time so we could all see the pictures. And uh, Kiernan read from it. And I loved it. I got, we, we got an autographed copy. They had a few uh, on hand here at GRL. And so we've got one of those. And uh, I think it'll make a great Christmas gift for your favorite person who loves gay romance. <laughs> Very naughty Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the Christmas gift should be naughty. <laughs> exactly. Just because. And, of course, closing out Thursday night was the opening night reception. They took a moment uh, both in the reception and uh, afterwards to uh, honor Ethan Day, who is one of the founding organizers of GRL and who, uh, as you know or may know, passed away unexpectedly shortly after last year's retreat. And it was a nice moment, I think, for everyone to have uh, a little bit of closure uh, with Ethan and to come together and remember the man who brought us this event and some wonderful books. Definitely. Friday uh, was more of the same. More, it was. <laughs> more, more fun, more joy, more books. I certainly continued with my hosting duties, facilitating the questions and answers with some amazing groups of authors. All of the sessions that I moderated went really, really well. I'm very, very happy with how it went this year. As you should be. I saw you in action a couple of times before I had to be somewhere else. And <laughs> you had it going on in there. Will, <laughs> moderator of action. <laughs> There's an action figure to be made there, I think. Uh. One of the questions and answer sessions that I made sure to get to uh, featured A.E. Vi, Gregory Ash, and J.K. Hogan. It's uh, no surprise to anybody that I am a huge fan of Gregory Ash, and it was so amazing. I The first time I saw him, I tried not to just vibrate and act a total idiot. Uh, I don't know. Did I succeed at that? You did very nice. Okay, good. Because <laughs> uh, uh, both him and Layla Rain were like the the people I most needed to meet here and meeting both of them did not disappoint. Uh, and it was great to get to Greg's Q&A session and 
not only ask him a couple of questions, but to just see the whole dynamic between these three authors too, because uh, they each write different things and the questions and the answers flowed very nicely. And it was, it was great to be part of that. And uh, yeah, meeting them. Oh God, I can't even tell you getting, getting book signed from Greg was awesome. Yeah. Also, I want to quickly mention on Friday during one of the sessions that I moderated, it was lightly attended. Um, There was some counter programming, uh, a storyteller session with some uh, incredibly popular authors of uh, Shifter Romance. So the the group that showed up to my Q&A session was, uh, I like to say, it was very intimate. But that doesn't mean it went badly at all. I actually... Uh, I think that is an extra special opportunity for the readers who show up to those uh, more lightly attended events. It is really a a unique opportunity uh, for some uh, genuine one-on-one time with your favorite authors. And uh, that session went just as well as some of the more popular ones. So I was really happy to be there. And I wanted to go to that Shifter event. But it got a little too full for my taste. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I was doing the lounge session as that uh, session was queuing up for people to go in. And it's like, okay, I don't know that I'm going to fit in that room. <laughs> and uh, people were actually bringing extra chairs into that room. Yeah. And sadly, I did not get to pin the tail on the alpha after all. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Oh, uh, well. We closed out the evening with a quick round of bingo. Okay. So here's the thing on the bingo. I enjoy playing the bingo. I don't win at bingo, but I enjoy playing and hanging out. And I drug Will along. And he intended just to sit there, have a chat with some people, and eat some chips and guacamole. I got frustrated because I was not winning the game, and I passed him my stack of cards. So what does he do? He wins the next round. So, and beyond that, when we, got, when we left our table... He passed over the next stack of bingo cards to the table next to us, and they started winning as well. So the tip here is, if you're playing bingo, have Will maybe, you know, lay hands on your cards or play your card or whatever. What can I say? I got the magic touch. (laughs) I think you did. (laughs) Saturday kicked off the main author signing, and this is always the highlight of the weekend. I can't honestly remember assigning this large uh, with so many authors. There's usually a point like in the last half hour of a signing where it gets really kind of, you know, it deadens out because people have done their thing. This one did not stop. Mm-hmm. They had to ask people to get out of the room mm-hmm. <laughs> when it was time to set up for the next event because people were still going at it. It was bonkers exciting in there. Mm-hmm. Real busy, lots of fun, lots of books getting signed. Um, This year, author Aria McKay set up a special giveaway. Um, We took part, and the the goal for the readers was to get a charm bracelet from Aria McKay and then go around to specific author tables and pick up a certain number of charms for that bracelet. And once you filled your charm bracelet... Um, you got entered into a raffle drawing. And it was wildly successful. We flummoxed people uh, because we weren't anchored to a table at the signing like all the authors were. So you had to find us. It was like we were an extra part of the scavenger hunt. Not only were you looking for these charms, but you actually were looking for us 
who had the charms. And it was a delightful way really to meet with some people that we hadn't seen previously to chat with briefly about the books and the event and everything. So I really hope Ari does that again next year because that was a really cool kind of extra element to it. Mm-hmm. And then after lunch uh, on Saturdays, usually the fun fairs. And this is a chance for the authors to host some wild and crazy party games and just a chance for everybody to let their hair down and have a good laugh. And I think many laughs were had. Uh, one of the events was uh, put on by a number of impreg authors, not just the authors that we talked to for that roundtable discussion we mentioned, but four other authors involved also. And they hosted a baby shower, which <laughs> as we came in, we came in a little late uh, and I was talking to one of the authors and I, I honestly can't remember which it was and I apologize for that. But she looked at me and was like, this is lunacy. <laughs> I don't think they expected the fervor at which that this was going to be embraced. And certainly, as uh, I think it was Sylvia Violet said, GRL has never seen a baby shower before. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It was a unique and wonderful event. Uh, fun was had by all, I would imagine. The other fun fair of the weekend was called Once Upon a Time. And this made use of Mad Libs and Mad Libs across different genres uh, in gay romance. And of course, that one was also met with a ton of people and a lot of laughs. I passed by that room a couple of times and poked my head in and there were laughs. There were big laughs by all. (laughs) So I think the fun of the fun fair kind of held true for everybody (laughs) this year. And closing out GRL as it does every year is the costume party. This year's event was uh, superpower-themed, which is different from superheroes. I mean, you could come as a superhero if you wanted, but more than anything, uh, it was about what is your superpower. Uh, Hank Edwards, I think I think his title was Mr. Descriptor, uh, <laughs> and he was covered in sticky labels that had all the descriptors that his editors point out that he overuses in his <laughs> manuscript. So funny. And I think L.A. Witt's husband kind of takes the cake for the evening as he was dressed up as uh, kind of the anti toxic masculinity. Uh, he embraced an outfit that was truly, truly awesome. And if I can find a good picture of it on Facebook that's public, I will put that in the show notes so that everybody can appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And of course, everyone has the opportunity on Sunday morning for one final farewell at the brunch event, which we just got back from. (laughs) It's always good to see everybody and kind of have that final decompression Mm -hmm. kind of event where you could sit and have a quiet chat and everybody gets to hug and say goodbye. And, oh my God, I can't wait to see you next year. And next year... Uh, the event has been announced for St. Louis. They haven't announced the hotel yet, but they have they have said it'll be in downtown and from the hotel you can see the St. Louis Arch. So I think that's going to be fun. That, of course, will be the 10th GRL. So I imagine there's going to be some extra special stuff thrown in there to celebrate 10 years of Gay Romlet as well. So that's kind of a look at the overall GRL weekend. And, of course, GRL is nothing without books. And we mentioned that we've got the biggest haul ever. But uh, what are a couple of the books that you really want to shout out that we were coming away with? Well, at the first author signing, we met the um, author Allie Hayden, and they sort of pitched 
one of their books to us. And as they described it, it was like, uh, done. Because it essentially checked off every trope that I loved pieces. And we bought a copy of the first book in the Drawn Together series, Exposure. So I'm very much looking forward to reading that. I knew as they were talking about that book that that was going into your hands. I had no <laughs> doubt about it because... It has everything, and I'm sure you'll be hearing him talk about it on a future episode. Oh, yeah. So one of the things, I pre-ordered more books going into this event than ever before because there were things I had to come away with. And one of those was Lucy Lennox's Wild Love because that book was everything to me. And she signed it and gave the sweetest inscription on it, and I will treasure it on my shelf forever. Thank you, Lucy, for that. <laughs> Um, one other wonderful thing is we got to meet um, author Daryl Banner, uh, and we picked up a couple of his books, uh, including his most recent release, Hetero Flexible, which is part of his Spruce, Texas series. So we're looking forward to reading that one. Yeah, that one ticks a lot of boxes for me, too, because I do love a small town romance, and I can't wait to check those out, too. Uh, of course, it shouldn't be a surprise that uh, my favorite uh, romantic suspense authors I picked up books from, so... I got uh, a couple of Layla Rain books signed, mm -hmm. and I got a couple of Gregory Ash books signed. And I have to say that one of my favorite moments of the weekend was being at Greg's table alongside Lisa from The Novel Approach. She, as you know, is a major Gregory Ash fan, and she ordered all of his books. Greg does not write <laughs> small books, folks. I mean, Criminal Past Alone was about 18 hours on audio. And the book is a doorstop. <laughs> and she's packing all these into her tote bag and realizing, oh, yay, I've got all these books, but uh, I've got all these books and they weigh a ton. <laughs> yes, <they do. laughs> so it was, yeah. it was a good moment. As Jeff mentioned, I had a winning bingo card and my prize was a copy of Migration, the queer sci-fi sixth annual flash fiction contest collection. Uh, and that's from our friend uh, Jay Scott Coatsworth. Yeah, and the and the competition he runs every year. So it's going to be fun to read some of those flash fiction stories for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple other things that we picked up. Uh, we picked up, speaking of doorstops, um, <laughs> the Heart to Heart anthology in uh, paperback is a ginormous volume. I mean, it's filled with all kinds of authors. And I'm really excited that we have uh, this one to add to our Heart to Heart collection because we've been getting these together over the years. And another one I picked up is called Poetry in Motion. It is the latest from Samantha Wayland. I love her hockey books. And I was super excited to see this one on the table. And I was probably going to pick it up anyway. But one of her fans came by the table and was just like going on about how great this book is. <laughs> just further solidifying the fact yeah. that it had to come home with me. So yeah, I think that's our GRL in a sort of a nutshell. It's not a super tiny nutshell, but... That is the weekend. Yes, as always, at the end of the weekend, I am very tired, but very happy and satisfied. Yeah, it's hard to come away from a GRL not feeling happy to have been with your tribe, mm -hmm. uh, happy to have spent you know the last four days talking about books of all shapes and sizes and genres. And we really have to thank Reese, Carol, and uh, Teresa, plus the team behind the scenes uh all the volunteers on site, all the moderators, and everybody who really make this event come together and pretty much run flawlessly. 
uh, they've got the shtick down after nine years. <laughs> and uh, it was it was a really great event again this year. Okay, I think that'll do it for this week. So that's another GRL wrap-up in the books. Indeed, in the books. Done and done. <laughs> I hope us talking about our experience this year will hopefully make you consider joining us in St. Louis next year. I know it's something we're definitely looking forward to. Oh yeah. If we could, if we could register today, we would do it, (laughs) but uh, we'll certainly be telling you in the springtime when it's uh, ready to go for registration time. So be on the lookout for that. And if you can clear your calendar, you know, in October to join us in St. Louis. Definitely. Uh, Just a quick reminder before we go. Patreon is a great way for fans to engage with creators of all types and support the kinds of creative content that you enjoy the most. We couldn't do this show every week without the help of our superfans on Patreon. The support of our community helps with production costs and ensures that the show is accessible to everybody. If you're curious about what kind of bonus material we provide to our Patreon community members, just go to patreon.com slash biggayfictionpodcast. And just a reminder, if you are among the 5 or $8 patrons, uh, you will be getting this week uh, the very first episode of Big Gay Fiction After Dark. Yeah, don't want to miss that. Now, coming up next week in episode 212, Casey Byrne joins us as part of our series of interviews for Coastal Magic featured authors. We're moving from one con right to the other one as we start talking again about going to the beach in February. It was great talking to Casey, and we'll have that interview for you next week. Guys, remember, no matter where life takes you, the journey will always be sweeter when you have a book. Until next time, everyone, please keep turning those pages and keep reading. For detailed show notes and links to everything discussed in this episode, go to BigGayFictionPodcast.com. New episodes are available every Monday at all major podcast distributors. You can also find us on YouTube. I'm Derek McLean. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.